All right, everybody. Welcome to BO Boys for April 11th. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Clayton, it is not just the two of us. As promised, we're delivering a very special guest. He is a wannabe O boy who got to be. He's on the show, the host of I Screen, You Scream, four movies. He is flexing. He's doing Hulk Hogan-esque poses in front of us. Danny Eskimalaji is here. Danny E., thanks for joining us. Been a huge fan since last late last year of your podcast and my dig into podcasting my own, but it is a great to be a big B.O. B.O. Wanna B.O. Wanna B.O fan myself yes thank you for being here so danny before we get into this week's box office tell the people what is what could people expect when they listen to i screen you scream for movies what is your podcast about it's all about movie reviews that i only review going to the movies because that's where the magic's at my experience is at since i was a kid pretty much and I also will also be having to do some little topics depending on what impacts me in the news and to you know how important it is to everything. So, but mainly movie reviews only from theaters that I've been doing since beginning of January, and um, that's what my podcast is really about. And I'm aiming for mostly moviegoers, pretty much, even if it's small. But I rather just keep it small as a YouTube. Well, let's just say if I was a YouTuber, pretty much. Right. But this podcast is like that except i don't want to go beyond and big except i love to take my time and just build piece by piece for moviegoers and i you know i've been also sharing this with my friends too but pretty much i'm doing what i can and i've been getting some great plays on anchor and whatnot and you know great support on this too so i, I love it i i'm a listener and i know you you're you're being modest you want to start small but i think Blow this thing out. This this, this podcast should be uh, as big as it gets. Not as big as the B.O. Boys. Always one step right underneath. So you always have something to aim to shoot for. But but I, I think your podcast needs to just get bigger and bigger. Yes. So, Clayton, normally this would be the part of the show where you plow. Yes. But we got a twist because we got a guest. Danny E., could you plow... This past week, oh, he's showing me. He's got the computer in front of him. He's got the top. I'm box. on boxmojo.com, so I hope this is the right information. So I'm going right. to write this down my thing. But. We'll see. We may start off the show with conflicting information. We'll see. We'll see. So here yeah, we go, yeah. Daddy. Just let me know if it's correct or not. I, I'm okay with this. So I can't stop going... the plow. I can't get in front of the plow, so I'll tell you after. Because if you <laughs> step in front of the plow, it's all over. All right. <laughs> top five, baby. Here we go. Number one. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and opening weekend where I'm insanely correct. $71 million opening weekend for its beating last movie and all pandemic kids animated wise. This is already big for Sonic already. Anyways, number two, Morbius down 73.8% to 10 million thousand well shit. i'm just gonna just say 10 million 10 million in its second weekend one of the biggest drops number three the lost city only dropped 38 percent 38.6 percent down from four thousand four four hundred eighty six thousand theaters lost made over nine million in its second weekend number four ambulance 
made over eight million six hundred ninety nine million dollars in its first weekend. And number five, the Batman only dropped forty one point three percent down four hundred seventy eight years lost to six thousand. No, six million four thousand four five hundred fifty eight. Yeah, six million pretty much. And that is your top five. I, it's probably the worst plow and I should have practiced it, but yeah. You know what? Clayton has, he's poorly plowed in the past. This, this was a, a, an outstanding first plow for yourself, Danny. You should be proud. This is something you could tell your friends and family about it. Yeah. Clayton. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like your, your job as the official plower has been threatened right now? Are you shaken hearing Danny's plow? You know, Danny, it's a great first attempt. We all are shaky the first time. And I feel like it's one of those things that looks easy at home. But once you try to do it. Yes. You know, I should have practiced it. It's all right. But it's one of those things where I do feel better about myself now that I've not mastered it, but I've gotten really good at it. And I think Mm -hmm. you will at some point as well. I will say, though, you so you did box office mojo, correct? Yes. Now, on the numbers, which we started using, they're saying that Sonic is at 72. I expected that, to be honest. I just don't know why. But here's the thing, though, Danny, real Mm. quick. I'm still going to say you nailed it. Yes. Because Sunday, it was 71, and you said 71. Yeah, because the 3D matters to that. So, I mean, Yeah. And 72 was great because it's just a little bit more, which we love to see. But I think that you nailed it. We all said in the 70s, mm-hmm. but you were the closest. I know that we also had wannabe old boy Austin who said 72. So he ended yes. up being on, on target too. But listen, we all said in the 70s. I said 73. Pat said 75. He does. He's refuting it, even though I just listened to the audio today. But we all nailed that this was going to beat its tracking. We all nailed that kids love Sonic. And Danny, your latest episode is a review of this movie. Now, we're not critics, and they can listen to your episode, and I say that they should because it's about 20 minutes. It's bite-sized. It's, it's, you know... Spoil-free. It's spoiler-free, which is great. You're a true moviegoer. But as a fan, this gave you what you wanted, correct? Correct. And my expectations are never going to be crystal clear. I don't want to go over much of my review episode of that movie, but... I was just screaming. Like I said, I was screaming at ice cream, new screen movies in the theater. And I don't care what people looked at me. I mean, eh, I just come here because I'm a gamer and fan, not just a moviegoer as well. That's yes. It. Now, I'm not a gamer. and That's known. Yes. But I went on Saturday night with friend of the show, TBD. We braved an 8-10 movie, Sonic 2, full of kids running around, jumping up, screaming. They loved this movie. Every time you screamed, they screamed because (laughs) they loved when Knuckles shows up, when Tail shows up, the stinger. I'm not going to spoiler. I'm not going to spoiler. Fuck it. It was a raw feed. I'm not going to spoiler it, but people love that reveal. And I think that bodes well for this third movie, which is going to be, again, a massive hit. They, Paramount oh, has a franchise, a legitimate children's franchise on their hands. So, Danny, I'm going to throw to you because 
you are, I'm not going to ask your exact age, but I'm going to guess you're in that 18 to 25 range, right? Yes, I'm 22 years old. So yes. So, oh, right in the heart of what the movie, you know, movie going is pretty much all based around right now. And Sonic making in the 70s, making so much more than what the tracking was predicting. The predictions were 55 to 65. This blew it away. And it blew it away because it made that target demo happy. The 18 to 25, 18 to 30, the youngsters. So as someone in the heart of that demo, why do you think Sonic 2 overperformed so much this weekend? What did it give you that that made you and people your age just just go bonkers for it. I'm only only one, so um, let's see. Yes, this is a second family fun animated film after seeing in the pandemic, surprisingly, and Spider-Man: at Home. If you count that, I guess for families too. Um, yeah, marketing word mm-hmm. of ma- early word of mouth reactions from audiences. Screw the critics, by the way. Screw the um, critics. Screw them. Screw them. Yes, yes. Uh, I could go. I could go on, but uh, not this time. But um, let's not even give the critics that kind of time to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we said screw them. They get it. Can I ask you? Does Jim Carrey mean anything to you as a young person? Oh, honestly, he's the only one who can just who can play Eggman, and man, he's just the only man who can do the job. I mean, I can't think of anyone else who can do it since Jim Carrey's retiring. Oh my God, this is crazy. Wait, yeah, is that, I mean, is that news that you knew of Clayton is Jim Carrey retiring? There is talk of that. him retiring, uh, and it would be a shame because at 71 or 72, whichever way we want to call it, this is the highest opening weekend Jim Carrey has ever had, beating 2003 Bruce Almighty. Yeah, 67.9 million was what that film made. And then Sonic's his third, the original Sonic at 58. Wow. So, I mean, this is, if he retires, he's retiring on top, but I doubt he's going to make. I doubt it. Kids cry over retiring. Before and the you fans Sonic too. three yep. and Sonic four and Sonic five until kids are sick of it until the rats no longer want that cheese. I feel like he's just talking. It's one of those things like Tom Brady did. You know, oh yeah, it, you know, it was a long season, and Jim Carrey's going to be back. He's going to be yes. back. I can't yeah. believe it. You point out right there. That's that's true. Yeah, it's a negotiating ploy because Jim Carrey is going to get double his asking price for Sonic Three, and he deserves it. He's he's at the top of his game. I mean, listen, Daddy. Now you're you're a movie fan and a box office fan, and you're you're you're. You're 22. You're very young. So I, I do want to ask you this. Do you have a recollection or do you know about Jim Carrey's 1994? Does that mean anything to you as a box office fan? Not at all. I mean, I only know Jim Carrey from some notable fast past films, but Sonic is the only thing I see. never see. They've been impressed with his performance as Robotnik as Eggman. He killed his game on top and he definitely shows out who he is. Honestly, I say he's mean. He means a lot to me in the Sonic series and just anything from the past. I I love it. I love that someone could be as young as Danny be so into Jim Carrey, recognize what a star he is and base that only on his recent performances in the Sonic films. Danny, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do you a favor. Go look up 
some you know sometime this week look up Jim Carrey's 1994 it is the year in which in one year he released in February Ace Ventura Pet Detective which was a huge oh, I heard about that title yeah, then I heard about it that same summer July 1994 Jim Carrey starred in The Mask one of the biggest hit special effects comedies of the summer then he capped off the same calendar year, December 1994, starred in Dumb and Dumber, one of the biggest wow. hit comedies of the decade. That is possibly the biggest box office year anyone's ever had. That's 1994, Jim Carrey. But it just goes to show we are almost 20 years later, 18 years later, and Jim Carrey is as big a star, big a box office star, as relevant as ever. He's Robotnik. He's maybe the egg man. I have not seen Sonic two yet. Unfortunately, just oh, had man. some family issues come up and I, I couldn't make it out to the movie Saturday, but I will see this movie because it is such a box office hit. I, I, I need to see it. I need to pay homage to the champ Sonic, the hedgehog part two. You're going to be screaming talk, for sure. I'm just saying, let's sorry let's talk demos really fast here. Sure. So 61% guys, 39% women. 32% under 17 and 46% between 18 to 34. That sweet ass wow. spot. The audience was made up of 27% parents, 31% kids and 42% general. So you look at this, this is a movie that a lot of people wanted to see. And it makes sense because we are the age where we could be parents. Mm-hmm. Jim carries a draw. We remember the Sega commercials from back in the day. Sega, you know, that whole thing. Right. Remember those kids. Like, I could, if I was cool in high school, I could have been Danny's father, uh, someone Danny's age's father, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, there are people that are our generation that have kids that are going to see this movie and, and kids that are in the 18, 19, 20, 22 range. So mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. the perfect time for this movie to come out. And we're seeing the ascendance of video game movies, that yes. genre that everybody said would never take hold. And it was always going to be bad box office. Well, guess what? Uncharted and Sonic and Sonic 2 breaking the curse. There is no curse. It just takes time. It just takes generations to to come about where video games were part of their lives forever to make that ip that people want to revisit so danny do you as a gamer feel vindicated by the performance this year of uncharted video game huge hit movie now sonic the hedgehog 2 video game huge hit movie do you feel do you feel like as a gamer your 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 lifelong passion is now being uh vindicated to the world honestly uh first of all uncharted is not known to everybody since it's been like a decade ago mm-hmm. but sonic i feel like it's been out way longer than charted and every families and kids growing up already know sonic so pretty much i'm happy to see uncharted do pretty good in projections it's very impressive i gotta lie most came out for tom holland pretty much mm-hmm. or some kind of popcorn flick action that doesn't seem to amaze from sony but seeing that number like that for uncharted is impressive along with sonic though it's it's big for video games to never fail to adaptations. Now they're not always perfect, but it could be fun for every audience is enjoying the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. And you know what it's listen, superhero movies are still the number one thing, but I do like that video game movies 
are there, you know, they're, they're challenging for the throne. Maybe not yet. Maybe they're not ready, but Sonic is nipping at Spider-Man's heels, nipping at Iron Man's heels. He might not get to him yet because as fast as Sonic is, they're faster, but the video games, they're making that move. And maybe someday they will be the dominant genre of movies. We'll see, but it's interesting out there. And and I like it. Um, Do we have anything else to say about Sonic? Because I do think we need to get to Ambulance. But before then, oh boy, a movie yeah. that needs an ambulance, Morbius. Oh yes, two million dollars, a drop of seventy four percent. And oh, you guys, God. just to give you a little bit yes. of context and how bad that is, it is the biggest second weekend drop off by percentage for any Marvel movie, MCU or otherwise. So Morbius is at 74%. Dark Phoenix dropped 72%. Hulk dropped 70%. Elektra, 69%. And X-Men Origins, Wolverine dropped 69%. So this is a movie that general audiences said no to. Wow. So the, the Morbius had a bigger drop than the Jennifer Garner Electra movie. Mm-hmm. That is that is damning. That's very damning. Daddy, I know you've seen Morbius because I Correct. listened to you review it on your podcast. I screen, you scream four movies. So as someone who's seen this, what is what do you think is the reason why Morbius had a it had a bad opening weekend? But then this is a insane drop. Why did audiences reject Morbius? Word of mouth, post credit scene, for no reason they delayed this movie whatsoever. But I understand to give Spider-Man away on the long run, they delayed it. But editing, the, editing everything in the final cut, very bad. And, wow, I can almost say no need to defend the Joker himself, Jared Leto. But I guess he's not the big movie star people expected it to be as mentioned again. I'm not against him by any means, mm-hmm. but the movie itself kind of falls under water and venom way more than that. But some half audiences say it's not that bad, but you then you got Sonic in the way that also pushes the boundaries of that. And also word of mouth and everything. It's pretty obviously it's going to drop, but seventies. Okay. That's just what I didn't know, but I thought sixties would be fine, but by the way, uh, it is almost tying to one of Shaquille O'Neal's biggest drop second weekends called Steel, I believe. But yeah, yes. that's almost close to that. But man, I expect Marvel to be dropping bad. But the thing is, it doesn't need to make Spider-Man Venom numbers. It just needs to break even. And Sony's close to doing that, only costing $75 million to produce. Yeah, it's it's you're right. They, the lucky thing is that Sony did not spend crazy money to make this movie. But at this point, Morbius is probably going to end up topping out at like possibly seventy-five million total. So this this is a this is a, a disaster for them. Not not a epic disaster because, like you said, the budget wasn't that high. But uh, one thing in there that you you made a lot of great points, Danny, and I do think there is the sonic boom effect of. Morbius' second weekend was going up against Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Everyone was so psyched to see Sonic. There was just no air in the balloon left for Morbius. Everyone wanted to see Sonic. They rejected Morbius. And 
you know, we're at a point now in the box office where there can be several movies that do well, but there is a limit. And the, I think the audience who was going to go to a movie this weekend, they all just went to go see Sonic 2. Um, and they didn't want to see Morbius. Jared Leto is not a movie star. That is correct. And another thing you mentioned is the stingers for Morbius. I think one thing me and Clayton, we talked about before Morbius opened is that people might go see Morbius just to see what the stingers are going to be, just to see is Spider-Man going to be in there? What's next for the Sony MCU? And I heard you mention on your podcast review of Morbius, the Morbius stingers were pretty disappointing, right? Pretty much, yes. And to me, it blows my mind that they couldn't just get Venom or Todd, uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man to just do a quick 10 second cameo so they could throw it in the stinger of more. That's the thing. When Sony market is moving away in 2020, all these references, some of these references were in those trailers, but at the final cut, they're not there anymore. That's what stings like that. So it's like a scam pretty much. Well, they had to push it, and so they pushed this out because Morbius was supposed to come out before Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, yeah, and yeah, No Way yeah, Home, that, right? That should have came out last year. That's the big thing they I had to really put out there, but Sony, man. Yeah. So, so, but Jared Leto, not a star, and we need to talk then mm-hmm. about Ambulance yes, and Jake yes. Gyllenhaal, another guy who is not a star, but he's a he Mysterio cannot, though. He is he cannot, a Mysterio. He is, but he cannot open a movie by himself. Ambulance opening at number four with $8.6 million. Charlie's angels opened to 8.3. This is a Charlie's angel situation. It's a mm-hmm. actor who tried blockbusters now, uh, uh, K. Stu, my uh, beloved K. Stu, she succeeded in the Twilight movies and things like that. So she had some success. Gyllenhaal never had success with big movies. But then they did the indie thing and went out and did, you know, tried for awards. Gyllenhaal, not an awards guy. So he's kind of now stuck in this what is he situation. Yeah. Because at least when you've got someone like Jared Leto, he's won an Oscar. And he almost got nominated again. He's a Golden Globe uh, uh, a nominee this past year. But Gyllenhaal is in this weird, can't open a movie, does these indies, but gets no awards. So what is he at this point? I mean, he's a he's a lyric in Taylor Swift song. So that's it's something. I don't know if you could eat off of that for the rest of your life, but it's something. I saw, did anyone else see this film? Danny, have you seen Ambulance yet? No, sir. Not no, in my you books. Had, you had Sonic the Hedgehog. You, you yeah, could, that's my priority. Um, that I, I like the way you said that. Sonic the Hedgehog two was your priority, and and yeah, it was much. it was America's priority this weekend, obviously. So I did see Ambulance yesterday. My family emergency lightened up, and I was able to get out there. Daddy's giving me the thumbs down. I know I should have seen Sonic, but the times didn't match up. And when you're married. You know, movie time. I don't blame. Are, are I don't blame days. you though. I don't blame you though. Thank you, Daddy. But I will see Sonic. I will pay homage to the King. But I did see Ambulance this weekend, and I enjoyed the film. We're not critics. I'm not here to critically review it. 
But I will say I could understand a reason why this movie bombed so hard, not just because Jake Gyllenhaal isn't a star, but because this was a movie that didn't even really have a part that was clearly the hero. You know, and in an action movie or a, a, a big blockbuster, it's got to be clear who your hero is, who your villain is. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, we all know Sonic the Hedgehog is the hero. In Ambulance, the way this movie is set up, there's not a action hero main character part that could draw audiences in. And I think that's part of Gyllenhaal likes to play those type of parts in his indie movies. So that's the type of part he played in his blockbuster ambulance, a sort of like gray area. Is he a villain? Is he a hero? But that does not draw people to the box office. People want to go to a movie and know my hero is Todd Holland in Uncharted. My hero is Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog Part 2. Ambulance is just like a murky action movie that doesn't really have a star part you know so that and, said if you had a bigger star playing that part if leo was playing the jake gyllenhaal part despite all the flaws of ambulance the movie opens big because leo's a true movie star but ambulance just doesn't have it's a tricky movie to market you know it, it's one of those yeah. movies where you don't really know what you're rooting for when you go to the theater so you just don't go and I also think the Earth Dogs, the Plain Billies, they don't see Gyllenhaal as a action star. Yes. They don't see him as the sort of action star they want to follow, even if he was playing a hero, because we saw a similar thing happen with 13 Hours, right? That was the Benghazi movie starring right. Jim from The Office. Another guy that you know, the earth dogs don't want to see and don't believe as a, as a manly man. Right. You know, and I'll give you another reason why Danny mm. did not see this film because 77% of the people who saw this film were over 25 wow. and 49% were over 35. Oh my so God. that so is old. an old, old audience. It's an old audience. That is yeah. us. I just want to add something. Go Michael Bay yes, doesn't cut to me anymore since he fucked up the Transformers stuff. Wow. At least at least the last night. That was entirely the worst. I didn't even see it. I heard it was pretty bad. But I saw the past four Transformers movies. That's what I believe why Michael Bay, no one pays attention to Michael Bay anymore. And it's better if he doesn't do the Sonic movies at all because, no. Mm. It will make all about jokes, dull humors and whatnot. I mean, that's wow. my reason why. Not just about the aging, but... Michael Bay just doesn't appeal to me anymore. And that's all. Wow. That is incredible. I was going to ask that. What does Michael Bay mean to uh, Danny, your age group? And you just, you just threw it out there. So Michael Bay to people, your age, he is the transformers guy, right? He's not the bad boys guy. He's not the guy who did the rock and those nineties movies. He's the transformers guy. And do people your age, do, do they not like the Transformers movies? I mean, they were just pretty fun, but the last one was just pretty bad. I mean, yeah, the last uh, one soured people. What about the Turtles? His he did the Turtles movies as well. Is that going to produce me? Wait, producing, it, right? not directing. Yeah, he yeah, produced I mean, them. He didn't direct them. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I only watched half the second, but not the first. But I'm planning to watch the new fully rebooted one where Mike was not in part of that. So, I mean, that's next year, though. I'm excited to see. 
That's were Seth Rogen, right? Seth yeah, Rogen's involved Seth, in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Wow, that that is so interesting. That Michael Bay at this point, you know, when when Danny, when 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 the Bo Boys were your age, um, Michael Bay was a reason people went to a movie. You know, if mm-hmm. you saw a film by Michael Bay, you knew, all right, summer movie. This is going to be great. The Rock, uh, Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two. This is going to be huge. And now. Michael Bay above a title in a movie is a turn off at the box office. That's it's so fascinating to see how uh, uh, things change over the years at the box office. You know, it's it it just it it's it's never a straight line. It's all about the explosion all over. <laughs> Pretty much, right. I mean, they're just stale like that. Wow. One wow. to know that. Now wow. I've got I've got another reason why okay. I think this movie failed and. We do know that the audience was older, mm-hmm. but there yes. wasn't a lot of people going. It was not a lot of people. And I think that's because an ambulance is not something you aspire to see or ride in if you are someone of our age yes. or older, right? Mm-hmm. That is a harbinger of doom. Yeah. Neither of us want to see an ambulance, be near an ambulance, get inside an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Now, Danny, let me ask you a question. Do you often think about your mortality? Mortality? What do you mean for that in movie going? Like, do you ever think that? about exactly. dying? I mean, Clayton, that, that says it all. Yeah, I don't even Dan- have to go any further. Danny was like, what is he even is mortality? Danny is 22 years old. He's uh, His priority is Sonic. He is virile and vital, and he's not thinking about mortality, but the B.O. Pat, boys, let me ask you a question. You were just drinking a, a, a sip of water. While you were taking a sip of water, I what thought, were you course, thinking about? Of my own funeral, of course. Of course. Of course, of course you were. Yeah. And so so I, I that is the thing. I totally understand your point is that a, after a certain age, an ambulance is not what people 40 and above want to be looking at because it, it might be pulling up to their door any second. So they don't want to see it in a movie theater. And, you know, Michael Bay, he used to make movies centered around cool cars, muscle cars, you know, tops down, beautiful babes in cars. And he went from cool Ferraris to ambulances. And that's probably the wrong vehicle to base your movie around. He's got to go back to, the Ferraris, the Corvettes. The Camaros, the Camaros. Yes. Yes. And here's the thing. This was a movie. <laughs> yes, I think Danny. This was a, That's what he a, needs is the Camaro. That's what this movie should have been. Bank robbing brothers who hijack a Camaro. And, you know, Megan Fox happens to be in the backseat. Not well, Anne. Also, if you want it to be here's if you want it to be a bigger vehicle, have it be a food truck. Mm-hmm. It's a food truck. They hijack a food truck. And it's not somebody in the back dying. It's this meat's going to go bad. Yes. And it's a hot food truck owner. That's the movie that should have been made now. And it also shouldn't have Jill and Hall as the lead because people don't want that. So there was a lot of things wrong with this movie. We expected this to do what it did. It was what we thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think we both had this as like 10 or below. Um, I uh, mean, we last, thought it could go seven or eight. We we definitely yeah. said Charlie's Angels. Yeah. So the other things to point out in this top five, number three, Lost City. 
really stabilized a great hold this week. It only dropped 39%, made a little over $9 million. It's up to 68.7 million. So at this point, Lost City is a movie that domestically, I think is going to get to 90, which is huge, has still an outside shot of hitting 100 if these holds really hold. But we were really happy to see the 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 great hold it had this weekend. Um, Danny, what is? Did you see Lost City? Any interest in it? What does Sandra Bullock mean to you as a movie star? The Blind Side. That's the only thing I love about her, Sandra Bullock. And The Blind Side just only made me got into the actress. But like, it's been past times. But The Blind Side is one, definitely one of the films to remember about. But she's definitely a great one too. Yes. And, uh, right. Yes. Her great. next film is Bullet Train, which oh my god, can't, I'm actually thinking about seeing it too. Yes. Bullock. More than about Sandra Bullock. I, I think this is a a different kind of film for fun. But you know, if you guys want to talk about Bullet Train on mind, but it, that's what I want to point out about Sandra Bullock. I mean, I side. I love that. That's that's a movie star right there. She's got something for everyone. So something like The Blind Side. She made that what in 2007 something like 2009 2009 and it's still relevant someone like danny is still a fan of that movie it's it's the reason that he knows that sandra bullock's a movie star and that's the power of a movie star they have these movies that stick around a long time and make new fans and yeah i mean lost city is showing sandra bullock is still a movie star channing tatum is obviously having an incredible year between lost city doing well and dog which I'm just going down. Dog was number 11 this week, and it's now up to 61 million total. Um, and yeah, so I mean, Lost City is something to follow, and it's got that outside shot at 100, but I do think 90 is really, really uh, uh, in reach for Lost City. So we'll see. Yes. And then number five, The Batman chugging along 358.9 million total. Danny, anything that you want to add about The Batman? I know you reviewed this Saw a full it two review- times. My birthday night, opening day, had a great time. Love the Batman experience on the big screen. And it's only going to be on HBO Max next week and on HBO on a Saturday. So maybe the box office for that is probably going to end to it. But it would be impressive if some people really came out to see the Batman once again. I see some dude went to the theater so many times. on Well, on Twitter, he kept posting about the Batman. He He saw it like multiple times, but... I mean, it's a definite why that Batman is going to just keep its legs going and hopefully until the HBO Max comes out. And then who knows? We'll see what happens from then. Yeah. Yeah. HBO Max next Monday, which is the 45 day window. That's sorry. I I don't I don't think it should. This is a movie that I would keep in the theaters longer. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, me too. Me too. If anything, if anything. $700 $700 million globally seems to be enough to me. I, that's what I was predicting for it, too. But mm-hmm. it did manage to stick to 700 just like that. So it's, it's a win. It's definitely a win. But I don't want to sound like Tom Cruise here. But for a movie <laughs> as big as this, 45 seems short. And I know it's probably made a lot of what it's going to make. But when you look at Homecoming... Homecoming kept chugging along, chugging along. And this is, of course, not as big as Homecoming. But I still think that you would get more people going to see this movie more times. And they're not going to go that fourth or fifth time because they know it's going to be at home. 
Yeah, but I mean, there is something to, I mean, Clayton, we've talked a lot about the last year or two, these shortened windows and you trade at this point, a few million of domestic box office by putting on an HBO, but it really is such a big event that the Batman is going to be available on HBO so quickly. You know, I do think there is, there is something to get it on there at this point. So people are like, Oh man, I really do have to subscribe or keep my subscription as opposed to putting it on there four or five months from now, the way things used to be. So I, I think, oh, this yeah. is good I think there's a, there, there's a happy medium. And also this doesn't really have a shot at 400 at this point. So right. I think that's also a reason if this had a shot at 400 mil domestic, then you keep this in theaters as long as possible. Now, we have to talk about next weekend, but just real quick shout out at number six, Mm -hmm. everything, everywhere, all at once made six million dollars. That's plus four hundred and sixty two percent because it added one thousand two hundred and twelve theaters. Now, I don't think we need to talk about that, that movie, this that movie a lot because it didn't really bust out the way people expected it to me being one of those people. It's not in the top five. I thought it was going to do higher. The tracking was higher. I just think that this was a lot of internet buzz and a lot of tweets and not enough ticks. Well, it did well for a, for an A24 movie, which I mean, A24 often has movies that get a lot of online buzz and then really bomb. So this making six million in its first week in a wide release is really good. I mean, it's no I, Zola, of course. It's not Zola, so that that which was a disaster, right? But I I think what happened too is this movie aims at a at a, a young, a diverse audience, and definitely a young audience. But Sonic the Hedgehog two was just a monster, you know, mm-hmm. and it was the if, Sonic Boom of the weekend. Yes, there is yes. a song to it, by the way. Sonic Boom. It's from some Sonic video game too. But um, wow, I mean, that's this, the definition of that this weekend. Yeah, I mean, everything is Sonic. It's movies, it's music, it's video games. And I think something like Everything Everywhere goes after the same audience. And that audience, for the most part, was just too busy seeing Sonic. Like Danny said, that was the priority. It should have gone wide, wide, wide last weekend. Yeah, I mean, I guess they figured they're up against Morbius. They probably thought Morbius would be a lot bigger than it was. And in the end, Sonic was the one to be afraid of, not Morbius. Morbius was, uh, you know, that that was by far the weaker of the big movies. So I think you're right. I think we've covered what happened this weekend. It's time to look ahead to this coming weekend because there is a big, big release coming out or at least something that seems like a big release, but it may not be as big as they want it to be. I'm talking about Father's this, do. Oh, I'm well, sorry. You're talking no, about Fantastic Beats. I was going to say Fantastic Beats. Yeah, yeah. That yes. <laughs> Come on. That's for the Harry Potter fans, too. And probably half general audiences, pretty much. Well, what do you think? So this Friday, April 15th, we got the third movie in the Fantastic Beats series. They're threatening us with five of these. That was oh. the plan. We're up to three. I mean, listen, we talked to Scott Mendelson, the great uh, box office writer, the legend from Forbes. We've talked to him about the f- the fact that Warner Brothers may need to pull the plug on this after three, depending on what the box office results of this movie are. But we got Fantastic Beasts 3, The Secrets of Dumbledore, 
coming out. Like Danny said, it's part of the Harry Potter cinematic universe, except Harry Potter's not in these. So this first movie came out a couple of years ago. The first movie came out, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, in November 2016, opened at 74 million, made 234 domestic. Definitely not as nearly as big as the Harry Potter movies did. Then two years later, November 2018, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald came out, opened to 62 million, only made 159 domestic. So these movies are trending down. Danny, I'll go to you. Do you have interest in these, A, these Harry Potter movies or even the lower subset, these Fantastic Beasts movies? What is the young person interest in these? I don't have any interest at all, but if for those that really, for those of the fans that grew up, love to want love what that want to really love to know in the beginning of the series, like how the Hobbit happens for Lord of the Rings. So I could say the same same thing mm-hmm. about Fantastic Beasts, going to Harry Potter. You know, they want to know these origins. This is like these films are probably mostly for the fans and want to know what happens to see. And for those people that are curious about how the origin stories goes to going to Harry Potter, I mean. That's what it means to those films like that and pretty much continuing the Harry Potter series pretty much. And I thought this would n- really end, but the Fantastic Beast comes out with the Harry Potter prequel series. That's when Warner Bros. Pro- proposed that the series is not over yet. So yeah. you're saying that these are FTF. And mm-hmm. I agree, mm-hmm. but... Is it satisfying the fans? I feel like they're not. I feel like the fans of Harry Potter want those Harry Potter characters. They want Harry Potter. Yeah, pretty much. They want the girl. They want the other guy. They want the old wizard. They want Daniel Radcliffe too, pretty much. Yeah, right? That's what they want. Those characters come back, then we're talking. I think Eddie Redmayne, he's... He's the guy who was supposed to lead this franchise. It looks like now he's on the back burner just because his appeal has gone. Nobody in this cast feels like a standout. I mean, Johnny Depp, as much as we can talk, we, we're not going to talk about Johnny Depp and his, his the, the internet issues, but he is a guy that brings people to the theater, like it or not, right? So yes. he's not in this film. He was replaced by I think what Mads Mickelson is that who replaced him? Um, and I think some yes. actor, yeah. Yes. And listen, great actor, but not a butts in the seats guy. No. No. So, it, yeah. I, I I mean I, I agree this movie God, this movie could completely tank because it's true, other than the fact that it's loosely Harry Potter related and they are really they're really reaching by just throwing Dumbledore in the title here. Like you could tell how desperate they are that they're like taking just a well-known Harry Potter name and throwing it in there. But there is no hook to this movie. There's no movie star. There is no character from the first two movies that is really caught on. This also doesn't seem to be the final one. So it's not like we're building to the climax. I mean, the third of a five-part series is as, honestly, as useless as it gets. You know, if you're not mm-hmm. the first or the last, like, w- what is the meaning of this? I think 
this movie is going to just fall off a cliff. So the projections, Clayton, where, where did you see the projections as for this, for Fantastic Beasts 3? So Box Office Pro has it anywhere from 48 to 58. Okay. So here we go. We nailed it a couple of weeks ago on Morbius going way low on those projections, which it came out to be true. I think this movie could go as low as $42 million. I, I think this movie could could really tank. It could be near Morbius. I mean... I, I'm thinking 30... I'm thinking Morbius territory. I'm thinking 39, 30, wow. even 36. Wow. Wow. I, Danny, I just don't... I don't think there's any appeal here. Danny, what do you think the number is going to be this weekend on Fantastic Beasts? I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure, but all I know is it's probably going to beat Sonic, but Easter weekend's coming, and depending on the word of mouth on that film, even if it's an improved to the others, I kind of say it would do in the projections i to me i think it's just what i thought right but the question is how what sonic 2 is going to drop since easter weekend's coming that's the question and right i think to answer that question again i think it could do well in the projections not below it's not morbius to me anyway but yeah wow could you know you give that's us a number danny do you 48 to 58 you say it's somewhere in there not to pressure you but do you, are you thinking, is it going to be in the high 40s? Is it going to be in the low 50s? You're so, you were so on with Sonic, but I, that, that's also something you love. So you had more of a feel for it. So I understand. Yeah, I'm not optimistic on that film whatsoever, but I yeah. just hope it's a success for Warner Brothers. I like to see that happen anyways. Um, I'll definitely go lower 50s, at least 50, 51. I'm going right. Got, we'll put you at right 50 there. to 51. That's great. So it's it is very interesting because Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made 72 million last week. You figure a 50 to 60 percent drop. So Sonic is gonna probably make anywhere from 30 million, maybe as high as 35. Is there any chance? Wow, it 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 could actually be a race where Sonic could make 30 to 35. And if if secrets of of uh, fantastic beats Dumbledore, whatever this is called, <laughs> ends up at in the thirties, they might be neck and neck, which is is stunning to think that Sonic's second weekend could be anywhere near the opening weekend of a Harry Potter esque movie. It's it's now, crazy. That is extremely possible. Let me just tell you at yeah. the screening I saw this past weekend of Sonic Two. Okay. We were going in to see the 810 and the last showing was coming out mm -hmm. and a bunch of kids are streaming out families. All of a sudden, two figures come bursting out of the door, two okay. little children, one in a Tails costume. Wow. Wow. And one in a Sonic costume. They It seemed like they were pajamas of some sort. And- right. We're, we're just Sonic one thing we're, we're at neither of these there were no kids who were in young Dumbledore costumes no well that's the thing Sonic was chasing tails they were having a blast they were laughing that this is the Sonic generation now yeah Harry Potter all that stuff that is elder millennial bullshit yeah Sonic is for the cakey for the kids yeah I don't think 
I think it's child abuse if you are a parent and you're taking your kids to see anything but Sonic next mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. Truly, yeah. I believe that. If you're going to try to make them sit through, and you nailed it, Pat, a not even a, a, a end of trilogy movie, a right. middle of the road tre- treading water mm-hmm. Harry Potter prequel movie, that's sick to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, Danny mentioned this coming weekend is Easter weekend. I don't really know what that would mean for the audiences of, of, uh, of Dumbledore or for Sonic, whether, you know, uh, people who observe Easter are more likely to go see either of those movies, whether either of those movies maybe make good holiday weekend viewing. I'm not. Well, we'll kids will be out of school. Kids will be out of school. Uh, I mean, it's uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 does have a shot of retaining the number one spot this weekend. It's fascinating. fascinating. I can't believe we're here. I I Uh, can't believe it. I don't want to just say it, but we'll have to see what happens this weekend. That's for sure. Yeah. I might be laughing at it, it too, because, oh, my God, this is going to be funny, though, to me. Yeah. Well, listen, the box office. It never stops being interesting. And daddy, I am so glad that you have at this point in your life, jumped headfirst into movies and to covering box office because weekends like this, you know, when you're covering box office, it's just nonstop. You have weekends like this. I'll cover it half to, I usually cover, cover it half the time, depending on when I do those episodes, but yeah, go on. You're, you're part of it. You're in it and you'll be here for this big weekend of Sonic versus uh, Dumbledore. You know, it's going to be historic. So, Clayton, is there anything else we have to go over looking ahead to this weekend? I feel like well, we, Father we... Stew opens tomorrow. Okay. Oh, tomorrow. I don't... Yeah. So it opens Tuesday oh, in the afternoon. Interesting. And this uh. is a Mark Wahlberg-led film that we know he promoted at WrestleMania he last did. weekend. He did. And oh. will the will the WrestleMania fans come out for it? It's looking like it's tracking anywhere from three to seven. And I don't I doubt that this makes an impact in the top five. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that it makes it to five. It definitely could. But I just don't see any buzz on this. And I kind of feel like this is going to come and go. To me, this feels like, so this is a Sony movie. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Sony is also the studio that released Uncharted. That was a yes. Sony movie. Yep. Yes. I feel like, and I'm just, you know, just basing this off of a lifetime of following the business. Uh, I feel like this was some kind of situation where it was a deal Mark Wahlberg would come in there and be the number two guy behind Tom Holland and Sony's Uncharted. And he'd also get to be the star of what I bet is a passion project for Mark Wahlberg. You know, when Father Stu came together, he might have thought this is an awards play. He gets to play a priest, a real life person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg strikes me as someone who, who, uh, uh, you know his 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 Catholicism is probably a big part of his personality. I think it this very is much he is. Wants. Yeah, so I think this is less a box office play and more something Mark Wahlberg wanted to do as an actor. 
it was probably part of him doing the Uncharted movie with Sony, which of course was a huge hit for him. And I think it's helped his career a lot, but I, I, I don't think father Stu was ever meant to be much of the box office. I think this is more of a thing. Mark Wahlberg wanted to do wants to, he wants to be able to show his family this movie over the weekend. You know, he wants Mark Wahlberg wants to sit down at Easter dinner on Sunday at, you know, uh, 11 o'clock in the morning because I think he starts early and mm-hmm. he wants to show his family fathers do. So I, I think it's less about box office and more about the Wahlberg family table. All right. So we don't think that's going to really factor in. Let's do our top fives. Who wants to be the brave soul who goes first here? I think uh, I can try. All right, Danny. Danny step it up to the plate. Let's see. Let's see. The bravery of you. I'm going Sonic number one. Yes. At least, at least I think, I think it will drop probably 45. Wow. I love it. I love Almost it. Almost 50. But I think 45 is what I'm going for. At least under 50. Number one. That's going to just drop to, yeah, like you guys said, 30s. 30s could be possible. Yep. Um, Fantastic Beast number two. Definitely 50 51. Number three, I think Morbius, perhaps. Morbius, depending on how bad the drop is going to be, but I'm going to Morbius, probably going to be 50 or 40, 50% or 60% drop. Mm -hmm. Number four, definitely Lost City. I don't know what percent is going to be, but it hopefully drops, hopefully drops decently. And number five, I think Father Stu. Wow. Father Stu. Father Stu at five. All right. Well, it's going to have a long runway. I mean, it's it's going to have from Tuesday night to Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess they can't count because it is a proper like. It's a three-day counting they usually do. It's, yeah. It sucks, to be honest, but it is what it is. I can't complain. Um. So I'll go next. I, you know what? I can't go against the it. youth. I think. Dumbledore is going to be such a disaster that it's going to open number two because number one will be Sonic the Hedgehog part two and its second weekend. That's going to be number one. Then Dumbledore is number two. Then I am going Lost City number three. I think it it flip-flops with Morbius. Then I think Morbius by default is number four. And I think the Batman stays at number five. I think ambulance drops totally out of the top five. I think Morbius drops to four. Batman stays at five. Lost city stays at three Sonic one and uh, uh, Dumbledore two. That's my top five. Now I, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where sometimes fear keeps you from being on the right side of history. Okay. And bold people have to be fearless when it comes to being on the right side of history. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to agree with my fellow podcasters and say that the number one movie for two weekends in a row will be Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Wow. Number two. Thank you for the applause. I appreciate it. Number two is going to be that Harry Potter movie, whatever it's called. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. I agree with Pat. The Lost City almost beat Morbius last weekend. The Lost City is going to beat Morbius again. So Lost City is going to be in three and in, in, uh, it's going to stay, uh, stay put at number three. Morbius, number four. And then I also got to agree that the Batman 
is going to be number five. Wow. Wow. This is incredible. Guys, this was incredible. We really did it. Um, Before we go, Danny preview what it what it what will listeners find when they subscribe to i screen you scream for movies what is your latest episode or what's the next thing that you have planned for this coming let's weekend? see so my latest episode is a sonic movie review yes. and you guys the bo boys will leave my link description to my link tree where i have platforms available on my show it's more on anchor it's on spotify apple google etc etc I will also have my Twitter down there if you guys want to follow me, of course. And I also have other outlets like Instagram, TikTok. But I would usually leave them my own episodes. But it's up to you guys, whatever outlets you want to put. And we'll, we'll um, put everything in there. All outlets. All outlets. And then my plan is, okay, so there's no content I'll be posting. I don't have any interest to Fantastic Beasts, nor their fathers to, nor the bad guys, the Northmen, until Doctor Strange. And then... The number one Spain movie you guys have been all already knowing and listening to my show for. It's coming out in a month. And that's also before then. I'm also going to plan to post a little topic about upcoming summer anticipated films releases. And that's my plan going forward. Other than that, I'm looking forward to the summer release going and other content posting as well. I mean, I just got to throw this out there. If you haven't, go back through the archive. You got to listen to Danny's. Uh, most anticipated films of 2022. And Danny, just tell everyone, what was your number one most anticipated film of 2022? Dong. Dong. Yes. Da, 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 na, na, na. <laughs> yes. Top Gun Maverick, baby. It's been um, forever. I, I love to see, and, and this is, God, this is such a great sign that uh, someone in Danny's demo, 18 to 25, he is most excited to see Top Gun Part 2 Maverick. It really shows that franchise is ready to take off higher than ever before because the youngsters want Tom Cruise flying those uh, uh, jet fighters. People are excited. Uh, Top Gun Maverick's going to be a monster. I agree with it's you. It's going to be a is, smash. It is going to yeah. be, gonna a, be smash. a smash. Nowhere's near as Spider-Man or superheroes, but just a smash for Tom Cruise. Dalt coming back to the big screens, hopefully. I like to see anything beats whatever movies could do, but that's something we're not going to be discussing, unfortunately, until some other time. But yeah. Oh, very yes. exciting. Very exciting. So uh, Clayton, of course, the wannabe old girls, wannabe old boys, wannabe old girls, wannabe old people, people. can yep. email us at the BO Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Daddy, you've of course gotten in touch with us at that email address and look, look where you are now. So and Twitter. It, so and Twitter. I mean, we're we're all we're all over the you, you can't stop talking box office. You know, we we got to take a multi-platform. So email us the BO Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, all of the links for Danny and I Screen, You Scream for movies is going to be below in the description. So subscribe to him and follow him everywhere. And I mean, Clayton, I think we've done it. Yeah, we definitely did it. And I don't think there's anything left to say. But until next time, we'll we'll smell you at the the Bye. 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 Bye.
Nailed it. Nailed it. it.